Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-Minute Half-Hour Show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we have another great episode for you today. I'm very excited. We have a great guest for you. We had a great response to our first video episode. Very exciting. Remember to follow us on Instagram, at DC 30-Minute Half-Hour Show, and that's where you're going to see a lot of those clips that, of course, include that video. And remember to email the show, dc 30 minute hour at gmail.com. If you're following the Instagram last week, you saw I performed at a party celebrating friend of the show, Dan McCullough's birthday. A piece of that act was uh, performing a sketch that Dan had written for us, and it was a lot of fun. We do have a new voicemail from him today, and I haven't heard that, so maybe he mentions it as well. We do have a, a quick announcement. Much like Colin Madix, who we had talked about, friend of the show, who had moved to Portland, Oregon weeks ago, make his way to New Horizons there. We have another friend of the show that's doing something similar. Jameson Cox has decided to leave Iowa and will be performing comedy in New York. Um, I, I see that he deleted his website as far as I could find. So just like his podcast, it's going to be hard to find him. But if you hear about any shows in that eastern part of the country, definitely look up Jameson Cox. He's a bit of an innovator, a mover, and a shaker. Wouldn't surprise me if he starts interrupting that writer's strike they got up there. Maybe he'll be, what do they call it? A uh, scab. Maybe he'll be a scab. No updates on the gas cap criminal this week. If anyone does have any information on the gas cap criminal's whereabouts, contact the Hartford Police Department at 860-757-4000 or email the show dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com and we'll just forward it straight over to that department. We've got a great episode for you today, but of course, before we start the show, color of the day. Today's color of the day is Feldgrau. Feldgrau. It literally translates to field gray from German. It was the official basic color of the military uniform of the German armed forces from the early 20th century until 1945 for West Germany and 1989 for East Germany. Color of the day, Feldgrau. One more thing before we start the show. Today's sponsor of the show, great to have him on board, another Manhattan, Kansas favorite, Manhatchet. Come experience the excitement, experience axe-throwing fun. We promise your outings just got a whole lot more fun, from family reunions to company trainings and events. Axe-throwing will become something everyone looks forward to. Manhatchet is a great place to celebrate birthday parties, bachelor parties, uh-oh, date nights, or enjoy happy hour with coworkers with some good old axe-throwing. Located at 316 Ponds Avenue in Manhattan, Kansas. Get your reservation. Call them at 785-775-0101. Very excited to introduce today's guest. Recommended to us by Alomine, of all people, so we know that he's going to be a great guy. He's currently an Eastern Iowa comedian who has lived all over the country. In fact, even the world. This comic's unique brand of comedy has given them a great reputation for filling rooms in Eastern Iowa. Performing on shows at venues like Hoochie's Bar Evansdale, <laughs> Lucky Cat Comedy Club in Cedar Rapids, Grease Monkeys in Kelowna, The Village Theater in Davenport, and Renwick Mansion, The Caravan in Louisville, Kentucky, and of course, The Comedy Bar in Dubuque, Iowa. He's also appeared on podcasts that we love here on this show, one example being Ben's Fellas. Please welcome to the show, Tyler Meyerhoff. Welcome to the show, Tyler. Hey, nice to be here. 
I apologize. We had a little technical difficulty there, so they might not heard you. Say hi to everybody, Tyler. Hi, everybody. It's great nice to have to you, you on the show. I'm so excited. Yeah. What was that little snippet there they meant about all over the world? I'm not sure if I know what that means. Have you lived in maybe Europe? Uh, I lived in Korea. Korea. For a year, yeah. Very interesting. You know, because I've never thought of living anywhere outside of the country. I've really never been out too far outside of the Manhattan, Kansas area until I've come up to Iowa this last year, although we did used to go to the Southwest on vacation when I was a kid. What brought you to Korea? Uh, the military. Really? The military? Yeah. What branch? Army. Very exciting. Thanks so much for that service. That's so great. We were talking about getting somebody. We had Zach Vaughn on, and he told us National Guardsman, I believe. Yeah. And he was very quick to correct me, which is very nice of him. But how long were you in Korea? That's very exciting. Uh, 12 months. Yeah, full year. A full year. Yep. Did you leave early, or were you happy to be there? Well, tell me a little about it. Oh, I loved it. Um, you always, when you get stationed there, it's only for a year at a time. I see people having too much fun there. Yeah, way too much. They want to stay for the rest of their life. That's great. How would you describe your brand of comedy? Do you think it kind of comes from Korea? From the dumb shit we used to do, probably, yeah. What would be an example of some dumb shit you used to do? Well, like, I used to come, my mate, my uh, roommate would always fall asleep in the stairs. That was always fun to wake him up there. We would get so drunk that, uh... The stairs must be pretty tiny to fall asleep on in Korea. That must be a weird way to fall asleep. Yeah. For sure. One night I fell asleep halfway in the room and halfway in the hallway. Would you would you move them from the stairs? Is that a good prank? No, nah, you just kind of kick them. Just kick them? That sounds like a good prank. And we are big fans of pranks on the show, actually. And April Fool's is one of the biggest times of year for this show. What would be your best April Fool's thing? On the spot, think of a good April Fool's prank that you might do in Korea. Uh... Call. That's all right. Well, that sound means it's time for our first game. I'm not sure if anybody's let you know. But we play games on this show. This first game specifically for you. You're really ex we're really excited to announce it. We've talked about it. We've teased it. It's called Memorizing Music with Meyerhoff. All right. It's a very difficult game, but we think you're going to be able to get it. The idea is we send we're going to we're going to play 5 seconds of 5 different songs. Song 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 back to back. And then at the end we're going to ask you for the name of one of those songs and you're going to have to pull it out. Are you ready to play Let's Memorizing play. Music with Meyerhoff? Let's get it. That's perfect. I'm glad that you're excited to play this game because we're so excited to play it. It's made especially for you, if you couldn't tell by the alliteration. Let's go ahead and jump into round one. A little tip here, I think. Maybe say the name of the song out loud as you recognize it, and that will help lock it into your head because it is a quite difficult game. But we're going to go ahead and play round one. All right. Song one. Tell me why you cried and why. Song two. Song three. Song four. Song five. All right, Tyler, do you have those songs locked in? We're going to ask you to name song three. Song three. That was after the Chili Pepper song. No idea. I forgot. Unfortunately, it is not that. It is Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah, it was a fucking shit Sweet band, Child Guns of Mine. and Roses. It was the Beatles, Tell Me Why, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge, Guns and Roses, Sweet Child of Mine, Jump On It by the Sugar Hill Gang, and Silent Night, the classic Christmas carol. That's all right. Maybe better luck on round two here. Let's go ahead and jump into round two. Memorizing music with Meyerhoff. 
Song 1 Song 2 Your head is humming and it won't go in case you don't know Song 3 Song 4 Song 5 Now that does seem like a pretty hard line up there. Let's go ahead and see if you can name Song 1. <laughs> Eat it, Michael Jackson. That was so close. I almost wanted to give it to you. It was Billie Jean. Oh, Billie Jean. Billie okay. Jean. That's I knew it was right. Michael Jackson. You're getting the hang of it, though. And we almost wanted to play. It was such a difficult game. We almost wanted to play artist or the name of the song. Yeah, so I can it, do artist. I'm not good with song names. It's a tough game there, but let's try round three. One yeah, more round here. Let's get it. Song one. That man is not your man, and that's why I'm like a good song two. Song three. If you try, that Song four. Song five. All right. Now those were definitely a tough mixture of genres there. How about we ask for song number four? Fuck, you got me with the Eminem because I kept singing that song. Some of them do. I thought to say that about respect there, you throw some of these songs in and you just want to keep singing. <coughs> Unfortunately, you are out of time there. That's all right, though. That was song one was Blurred Lines. Song two, Living on a Prayer. Song three, Simple Man. And song four, Imagine. Just a little Imagine riff there, but pretty easy to pull out. That's all right. Now, Tyler, we want to learn more about you. And here, that sounds like you had an exciting life. We definitely want to talk about that. And I actually, a little tip. We want to get into something else about a little tip that I heard about you there. All right. Um, but first. That pisses me off. You pissed me off. I'm really pissed off. Things that pissed me off this week. We did receive another call in from Brody Toopy, who gave us another list of things that he was pissed off about this week. Now, any new listeners to the show, I do have to warn you, a bit of a cantankerous fella. <laughs> Hi, Forrest. This is Brody calling in. Just wanted to let you know a couple of things that have really been grinding my gears this week. Some would say this stuff's really kind of pissing me off. Okay? When your food tastes good, but you burn your mouth so you can't taste the rest of the food, that pisses me off. What the heck? Sometimes the corner of my rug curls up and then it curls up the rest of the month because I keep stepping on it because I don't pick up my feet when I walk. So I'll shuffle and I'll step on that rug and now the corner's bent even more. That pisses me off. I've been drinking diet caffeine-free root beer at night, but I didn't know it was caffeine-free. So I've been like, oh my gosh, I've been drinking way too much pop. I got way too much caffeine in me. So I've been giving myself a placebo bad night's sleep. I haven't been sleeping. That pisses me off. I went to a college graduation last weekend. We had to get there two hours early to get a good spot. But it turns out we didn't have to get there two hours early to get a good spot. Nobody showed up till like an hour later. That pisses me off. <laughs> I warned you he was a bit of a cantankerous fella. You know Brody Toopy. Oh, yeah. 
What yeah, a great a guy. guy. So many people have so many good things to say about him. Yeah. You know, I've heard people say that whenever they follow him on stage, they always say, this guy's going places. You're getting married soon. I heard I heard that. Is that that must be exciting. No. What? We'll have to follow up with whoever wrote that. Then I'm I'm sorry. Maybe this next one then. This next one I thought was more unbelievable. I've heard you do these shows where as you're doing your comedy, you have people injure you in, in a variety of ways. Yeah, yeah. I did and I would that. never do that. Sometimes if you did something in the radio studio, you could get shocked a little bit. Uh-huh. That's the most that's the most danger that I'm really down for in my in my artistic form there right give an example of, of how, a way you might have somebody hurt you while you're doing your comedy well it was my birthday so i had uh happy I had birthday. My, what's that happy birthday thank you uh and so i had someone come on stage and smack me on the ass 29 times 29 uh racket paddle 29 times metal ones yeah 29 times how'd you and pick he, that how'd you decide on that number that's how old i was that makes a lot of sense that you definitely weren't born in the year of 29 no How'd you come up with that? Did you do any other? Did you do any other ways? So you have a slap in uh, idea. I have people staple money to me. Wow. Yeah. That's I'm, great. Yeah, I'm poor, so I was like, "Give me money, please." These are great ideas. That's a great fundraising idea, and that's kind of what I wanted to get into because, based on kind of the list of information that my staff had given me, it reminds me a lot of different stunt boys that I have worked over at different radio stations throughout the years. Now, a stunt boy is somebody that would go out and might do something wacky on the street to try to promote the station in some way. Right. So I thought we're gonna. I thought we might go over a couple of uh, fun ideas of what a stunt boy might do. Okay. Um, and, and maybe you'll come up with an idea there. Yeah, um, yeah. So this first one here, what, let's say, for example, it's the anniversary of the jungle gym. What, okay. might, what, might, you, what might you do? Climb a jungle gym and interview people. Yeah, that'd be a great. That'd be a it's wacky like king way. Of the, king of the tower. I think that's the same thing. Our staff, okay, oh, king of the tower. That's a clever one, and try to get people to climb up and maybe promote you the station from up there. Do your interviews. That's getting a little rowdy, a little edgy. Oh, sorry. But that's all right. That's the stunt boy's job to push the limit. Now I had another one here. I thought this would be fun. There was a Breaking Benjamin concert in Dubuque recently. Yeah, yeah. How what? might somebody go out as a stunt boy and promote the brand in front of the Breaking Benjamin venue? Uh, you find your friend Benjamin, beat the shit out of him in front of the venue. That's pretty clever. Again, a little edgier than I than we came up oh, with. Oh, sorry. We sorry. came up with you might sit outside the concert with a hammer and a one hundred dollar bill and hammer Benjamin into the concrete over oh, and over. Okay. And when people say, "Oh, are you here to come? Are you here to see Breaking Benjamin?" That's a good and, one. And That's then you're promoting the station. Violent. It's a little less violent. It's the same idea, though. We just replaced the the human with the bill. But that's a lot of fun. Have you ever thought of putting your material, that that birthday thing, that might be a comedy special, that'd be very original. And now this is what I wanted to ask, because people can just put their specials onto YouTube. Right. In fact, not even comedy specials. This podcast makes its way to YouTube. Yeah. You can find basically everything on YouTube. This podcast has gotten so big, I'm not even sure where people are listening to it on anymore. I know, it's crazy. It does get crazy. Have you thought about putting out a comedy special? I haven't, no. Um, Not for few years i imagine it seems to be now's the time to strike that seems to be the trend i heard something that there's since the new year been over 180 comedy specials that's come out in 2023 wow isn't that crazy that's cool so many comedy specials i'm not sure how i feel about it really if it is cool good for those have you thought about putting out a comedy special or you're just thinking that's going to be a few years down the line no i don't feel like i'm ready for one do you do anything do you do anything online do you do a tiktok do you do any podcasts (laughs) i've tried podcasts um didn't really get into it. Not much of a podcaster. <laughs> I like being on them. I don't like running it. I'm not good with technology. Well, I could certainly understand that. I feel the same way. It was it was very it was very intimidating to start my own show here. 
Um, because at the, at the time, of course, I've come from that radio show background where you have a whole staff, you have people running around doing so much for you. And now you're responsible for not only hosting a show, not even, you don't even have a co-host most of the time yeah. in this environment here to kind of keep things going. It changed a lot there. Very interesting. Do you have anything to promote? Um, I have a show June 7th at the AmVets in Cedar Falls. Uh, me, Oliver Schmitz, Alex Conyers, and Dave. Uh, well, that's great. Those are people I haven't guests. heard any. I haven't heard those names before. I might have to get some of those people on the show also. Yeah, you should. Well, what's the date and where is that located? June 7th at the Cedar Falls AmVets. June 7th at the Cedar Falls AmVets. Is that a big Is that a big show? Yeah, it should be. We, we're expecting a good crowd. I'm really excited for it. Very exciting there. And that sound means it's time for our second game. Hopefully a little easier than that first game. This this game we played before. We actually played it with Brody Tupi. Okay. To the devil. This, na this game is called Name of a Band or Salivating Gland. All right. So we're going to throw out a name of either a band or a food item. Uh-huh. And you're going to have to tell us, is that a name of a band or salivating gland? I like Are that. you ready to play? I'm ready. Name of a band or salivating gland? Perfect. Well, we'll go ahead and jump into round one here. Round one. Name of a band or salivating gland? Mud Honey. That's a band. Mud Honey. You, you know it's a band right off the bat there. Are you sure it's not a food item? Take me through your thought process. Oh, I know it's a band. It's a punk band, I believe. I might be wrong on that. I've heard the name before. That is correct. Right, right away, too. Mud Honey is an American rock band formed in Seattle, Washington in 1988. The band is known for their raw garage rock sound and their role in the development of the grunge genre in the Pacific Northwest during I the late like 1980s and early 1990s. Some of their best well-known songs include Touch Me, I'm Sick, Suck You Dry, and The Money Will Roll Right In. Are you a fan of Mud Honey? Clearly not. I just know the band. Well, you, def you might be a fan there. It's pretty close. More of a fan than I'm sure many of our listeners there, although uh, many of my listeners do, do know me from 101.5 K-Rock, but many of my fans are a fan of rock music, so maybe they are a fan. Let's go ahead and jump into round two here. Peach Melba. Peach Melba, is that the name of a band or salivating glands? I'm going salivating glands on that one. That's correct. Peach Melba is a dessert made from poached peaches and vanilla ice cream. That sounds good. Yeah, Topped with raspberry sauce. Created in honor of the Australian opera singer Nellie Melba in the late 19th century. Little fun fact there, a lot of people Love fun facts, so it's good to include fun them. Fun facts are great. Let's jump into round three. Mud Shad. Ooh. Mud Shad. That, I'm going to say, is Salvating Glands. That's great. You really nailed this game. I'm glad you got three out of three, especially after last round, although you did get the band, so you might be playing pretty well. I think that's four out of six. You could say Mud Shad is a member of the Herring family. Mm-hmm. It's native to large swaths of fresh and brackish waters of the United States. That's great. Yeah, you were a little you were a little concerned there, but sometimes sometimes you never know if it's going to be a trick question. Mm -hmm. It can always be tricky, and you never know. Maybe it's both, and you just want the specific one. Well, there's a lot of weird band names. What are you doing? I'm emailing David Collins. And that's how it means it's time for David Collins call-ins and emails. We did get multiple emails claiming that we were being too hard on our cameraman from Floodwater. I'm not sure if you heard about this, but we went to Floodwater. 
My cameraman did not get any of the audio from yeah. that event. Uh, a bit of a mistake, but that's okay. We recovered from it. But people thought I was being a little too hard. I heard the feedback. I apologize to the unnamed cameraman. We don't want to. We don't want to name him. Apologize to no one. Get your job right, bitch. He knows he's always welcome to come on the show and defend himself if he feels that's appropriate. So <laughs> don't worry about defending him. He knows he's able to do that himself if he ever wants to. We got a couple of voicemails come in today, also or this week, I should say. One was Stuart from Louisville. Oh, Louisville! Thanks so much for calling in, Stuart. Hey, David and Stuart from Louisville. Uh, listen, man, I, I've left a bunch of messages for your audience voicemail segment, and I have not heard any of them played. What gives, man? Look, I, I thought my messages were gold. Did, did they just not make the cut? Are you you out there playing favorites over there? It's it's a bummer. Look, I, I've been a loyal, I've been a loyal viewer, I've been a loyal listener for for a while now, and it, no, I was hoping to to get in on the action, you know. Look, I I know you've got a lot going on, but but a little recognition wouldn't hurt. You feel me? You, you know. Um. Anyway, just l- l- let me know. Let me know what's up uh, later. <laughs> I do feel you, Stuart. I apologize if you felt out. Of course, we get a lot of voicemails, and we only have so much time. But it's great to hear from you. Keep calling in. Of course, it was Dan's birthday, and he decided not only to invite me to his show, but also to send in another voicemail this week. So let's go ahead and take a little listen to what Dan had to say this week. Anything to say to Stuart, Tyler? Well, it sounded like he was sipping on that Kentucky bourbon a bit there and that, that call. And, uh, and he's, he's got the attitude of that entire city. They're always looking for validation from others. You know, just be confident with yourself, Stuart. You're doing a good job. Are you familiar with Louisville? Yeah, I used to live there. Oh, that's that's fantastic. That's so great to hear. Uh, It's wonderful that we were able to play his show, his voicemail on the same episode. Though, also, patience is a virtue, Stuart. Check out Planet of the Tapes, Stuart. It's the best club in town at Louisville Comedy Club. Planet of the Tapes. You've heard it here first. Let's go ahead and take a listen to Dan. Hey David, Dan McCullough calling in. Just wanted to uh, call in, chat about, uh, you know, my birthday party. Wanted to say thank you very much for coming out to that, doing that sketch together. Man, that was a ton of fun. I really appreciate you doing that. Um, Also, yeah, just wanted to say thanks to everyone else who showed up. A lot of great comics, you know, a lot of guests and friends that I have. It's kind of overlapping. It's really cool to see that. Um, all, and, and then, uh, yeah, I, I heard that Tyler Meyerhoff is your guest this week, and I love Tyler. Hope you're doing really well, buddy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, how do you come up with your material? Thank you, Dan. We actually didn't ask that. I usually love to ask that question. Great question, Dan. Thanks so much for that call in. It was great doing that sketch with you, as we've already talked about there. But how do you write your material? Uh, do you write it? This was a controversial subject. Do you use a notepad or do no. you use your phone? I use my phone sometimes. I use both sometimes. Most of it I just think about and then hope I remember it on stage. Fascinating. Do you just talk about your day then? Do you kind of I go just talk it? about whatever's going on in my life, whatever I can make funny. Fascinating. I'm so happy that we got to ask that question. We love to hear the different ways that people write that material. And it's funny that you kind of draw on the difference of writing in a notepad because it's been a very controversial subject and nobody's really found the middle it's very hot and cold yeah i like both ways when i write on a notepad i feel like my imagination goes a little more but when i write on my phone it's just easier so i can get stuff on the go that makes a lot of sense friend of the show although we haven't had him on the show yet donnie townsend describes writing on the notepad 
as being an archaeologist discovering dinosaur bones. Yeah. It's very interesting. I can see that. That's how it means it's time for World News with David Collins. We got a few stories. There was, a, again, a lot of negative stories in the news, and we could talk about we could talk about the COVID-19 pandemic. We could talk about the war in Ukraine, but nobody wants to hear about that. We got some fun stories to talk about here. Do you have any fun stories that you've heard in the news this week? Anything at all? Maybe something that we kind of have to talk about also. You think about anything? I don't know if it was this week. Did Jerry Springer die this week? No, we've talked about that on the okay. show. It was a couple weeks ago. Last week, we played a game called Finish the Line Jerry Springer Edition. And that was a That's lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Do you hear about all these horses passing away before the Kentucky Derby and even since the Kentucky Derby? Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. It's probably the water. Eight thoroughbreds have already died at Churchill Downs in the last two weeks. PETA's been calling it a killing field, saying that they should just play taps instead of my old Kentucky home. If you ask me, I think they should play them both and maybe finish it off by also playing this song. You can do it right. Do it right. With Elmer's America's can-do blues. That's good. Do you hear about this? Martha Stewart on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yes. Is yes. that interesting? She's of course. Such a, dime. a lot of Snoop Dogg jokes out there. I've heard a lot of those. Do you think that you would ever sleep with an older woman like that? God damn right. If she gave me a chance, no offense, I would fucking wax that ass. It it is it is something else. I'm not sure if I would go in that direction. I don't want to bring up only any old forgotten radio stereotypes but i wouldn't say at least that old is for me when i first saw the cover i thought it was a cover for a reimagined 80s classic weekend at bernadette's <laughs> but that's just me when i see something like that did you hear about this oscar meyer renames the iconic hot dog on wheels to frank mobile that's stupid. It was previously Wienermobile. Yeah, They've the, moved away from that. It's Frank Mobile. Well, this woke shit needs to end. Do you think that's part of the woke, mon, woke mentality? Wienermobile is the best. Uh, the CEO was quoted saying, Wiener is my father's name. Call me Frank. Ah, you got me. But who knows what the real story there is. As a bonus for anybody bearing the same name, the Frank Mobile is offering Franks for Franks, meaning anyone who is named an iteration of Frank can stop by in person Get to get to get a coupon for a free pack of Oscar Mayer beef franks. Wow. I'm not sure if I agree with that. It's a catering two franks there. I don't think I trust anyone named Frank. And that's true. Maybe the franks have already been discouraged in the past and they want to do something to, to give back to the franks Maybe. there. Frankenstein really screws Frank. <laughs> Frankenstein, that's great. That's a great one. We should have you on the writing staff. That's a fantastic joke. I wish we could make more jokes about it, but that sound, of course, means it's time for our final game. Woohoo! Our third game today is its another tough one. All we right. brought you here because we knew it was going to be tough games. and We've we had ups and downs. It. This is called Name the Laugh. Name the Laugh. So we're going to listen to a laugh, and you're going to have to tell me whose laugh that is. You'll get a quick clue at the beginning, and you'll have to listen for that laugh. Tyler, are you ready to play yeah. Name the Laugh? I'm ready. All right, let's jump into round one. Have you liked these games so far? Yeah, this has been fun. What do you think your favorite game out of these games has been? The one I did well in. Well, that's a pretty good answer. Although you could have done better in that first game, and you might say the same thing about this one. There's an old saying that I always say, if you asked me that earlier, I probably would have gotten it, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah. And it seems that that happens so often. It's so often the case. But let's jump into round one of Name the Laugh. This is a comedian. It's a nerd. <laughs> That's pretty tough. We'll go ahead and listen to it one more time here. It is a comedian. It's a nerd. <laughs> Can you name that laugh? A comedian with a 
very distinct laugh, certainly. I can recognize the voice, but I can't place a name, though. That's too bad. The answer was Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, really? Gilbert Godfrey. That was one of his laughs there. Just a quick clip of his laugh. That's all right. Let's jump into round two. If you ask me, I think round two is going to be the hardest one here, but we'll try. It is a CEO. A CEO. <laughs> no, that's easy. That's Monsanto. That was Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Tell me a little about what, what well, you're very quick. Monsanto. I don't, I don't think I can place that. I don't know. Does just sound like an evil corporation laugh. I see. I might go with uh, Klaus Schwab if I had to think of an evil laugh quickly. Do you know Klaus Schwab? No, I don't. Maybe we'll all know him in the future. He seems to be making a lot of waves recently. Let's jump into round three. Round three is a character from a sitcom. And we did a little testing. A harder one than I thought it was going to be, but I think you're going to get it. A character from a sitcom. <laughs> That's Homer. That's right. Homer Simpson. That's correct. I'm so glad that you're able to get one correct there. Yeah. That's great. That was Name the Laugh. You did pretty well on that. You got one out of three. I think that puts you at seven out of nine at the end of the day. Is that all right? I like it. That's not the worst. Did you like the games? Did yeah, you like the show? Yeah, this is, this is fun. This is a fun time. Do you have anything else that you want to plug today? Um, if When's this come out? This will be out very quickly. All right. If you're in Mississippi, come watch me this Saturday. I don't know where. I'll, I don't know. Look me up on Facebook. I'll post it there. That's perfect. Remember to follow our Instagram at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show. And email the show if you want a voicemail played on the show or just have any feedback. DC 30 Minute Half Hour at gmail.com. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Tyler. Yeah, it's been so you. great. Glad that Allo was able to get this put together. Everybody listening. Yeah, go check out Allo. That was the shit. I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.